Hello, everybody. It is Monday, June 5th, 2023 for your afternoon commute home. Dave Neal here with Bachelor Rush Hour. Did you have a great weekend, everyone? You're celebrating summer out there. A lot of content to get to. It is barrel scraping season, but we do have Bachelor Nation news to get to this afternoon. Hey, you might be new. You might have heard us on the Off the Vine podcast. I believe that's dropping uh, Tuesday, tomorrow. We're Monday afternoon. So maybe you listened to Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow, heard our conversation, and want to check out our daily show. That's right. Daily afternoon content here in the Bachelor world. Other entertainment news, Selling Sunset, American Idol. Uh, we cover Vanderpump Rules, Love is Blind. So we're here to hang out with you for a nice, compact content schedule for you every single afternoon. And maybe you heard us over the weekend uh, on Reality Steve's uh, fan appreciation event. That's right. Uh, my wife and I, Tasha, went to the Vegas fan appreciation event with Reality Steve. I couldn't tell you. I was shocked how many people showed up. He had about 80 or 90 people in a uh, one of those suites they give you at the uh, hotel, uh, which, which was at Mandalay Bay. And we had a blast. He had, a, he had hired a... Um, uh, he had an alcohol guy there slinging drinks, and he had a, um, is that how you call it, an alcohol guy? He had a pasta bar set up and a taco bar, so tons of fun. I uh, got to meet so many friendly people uh, from all over North America, really. People flew in from all over the country. Um, shout out to Matt and Serena on their anniversary, and so many others. We saw mother-daughter combos, husband and wives. So many wives had to explain to their husband who I was. They're like, no, it's okay. <laughs> it's like that parasocial relationship. This is my YouTube boyfriend. Well, we're here for you today. And um, big, no, seriously though, big shout out to Steve Carbone, Reality Steve, for throwing an event. He doesn't charge. It costs a good chunk of money, but he gets a lot of people together in one place to have fun there in Vegas. I'm just right now uh, beginning to recover from the weekend. I mean, we decided to bring our dog and stayed at a dog-friendly hotel. And of course, you guys know Boone is an elderly basset, 14 and a half years young. And uh, we got him a nice little um, uh, dog stroller so we could get him around. And uh, he had a ton of fun, too. I mean, I mean, nothing like walking your dog through a casino. I mean, the types of smells out there. You know what I mean? So uh, a little bit uh, too much pool time. Didn't burn myself, surprisingly. But hanging in there. So we, we only have one day here in California. Uh, as you guys know, I'll just go over quickly. The, the last two weeks, I flew out to Nashville last week to do Caitlin Bristow's podcast. Got back on... Um, uh, and with only a 24-hour turnaround, or actually less, about an 16-hour a turnaround before we drove to Vegas, which is like a six-hour drive with uh, stops, and then did that over the weekend, and then we're back here for a day, and then tonight we'll be flying to New York City, New York City, where I'll have some stand-up comedy shows. There are limited tickets still available for Tuesday night's New York Comedy Club show at 7 p.m., linktree.com slash Dave Neal. There'll be a link in the description below. You can go check out those uh, the tickets for that, and then I'll have a show Friday night and a couple other evenings in New York City. Plus, um, we'll be hanging out before and after some of the different shows. So if you want to meet some other fellow Bachelor Nation fans, that's where you can find us. And if you're not in New York and you want to see me, I've got shows coming up in Seattle and possibly Phoenix and some other locations, San Diego. So by all means, make sure to follow on Instagram at Neals. So we had a few different stories that came out over the weekend, one of which was Rachel Kirkconnell and Matt James, the speculation. Are they together? Are they not? Which, by the way, 
as I remind people, don't message them. It's not up to us. We can speculate on here, but we don't need to get into their DMs or comment sections uh, you know, with regards to if they are or not together. But uh, Rachel Kirkconnell did clap back on her Instagram when someone says, oh, Rachel's eyes look so sad. She was like, nope, actually quite happy. And if you follow Rachel's life, what does she have to be sad about? I mean, she's out there in St. John's with her family. She's uh, having the time of her life, so good for her. And then there was a Dumois photo of Matt James that was posted saying, oh, it looks like he's single. But then other people, also anonymous, had commented and said, hey, Matt was super nice. He talked about Rachel. So it could be much ado about nothing or they're broken up and don't want to discuss it yet. Either way, Nunzia business is what I like to say, but here we are. So that story is out there. And today's featured story will be about the uh, pride culture war that sadly is existing in our world. Uh, pride, of course, a month-long event of celebration for the LGBTQ plus community. And um, plenty of people uh, had some negative thoughts about that. And uh, after the Bachelor Nation Instagram account made a sort of collection of Bachelor voices in support of pride, uh, people people were unfollowing and unsubscribing. Our channel has lost subscribers. That's right. The great unfollowing has happened because I support um, uh, everybody, uh, you know, celebrating uh, different sexualities. Uh, But uh, if you don't want to be about all that hate and want to support us, uh, give us a nice rating on the podcast app, if you don't mind. You can also join the Patreon at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. That's where we'll be. I will never share an opinion that is not authentic or true to what I believe. If that means it doesn't um, uh, vibe with everybody, I encourage everybody to find an opinion of love and high vibra- vibrancy that um, can elevate them. And if you ever feel like your opinions are being manipulated or sold on fear by uh, some toxic uh, forces, by all means, don't fall victim to all the negativity that's out there. Pride is about sharing love. And that's what we intend to do right after a quick word from our sponsors. All right. Now, before we get into the Pride story and some other uh, content, I did want to share with you, uh, Sean Booth has a new podcast, In the Booth. We are going to be having an extensive uh, look at what he has to say today about his time on The Bachelor. Uh, As I'm recording this afternoon podcast, it's literally... uh, premiering right now. So I wasn't able to get the whole media deck available for you um, on this podcast, but have a quick listen to what Sean Booth has to say about his time on the show. When I was on uh, ABC's The Bachelorette Little Reality Show, we went on a date to the Guinness factory. They play games with you on the show so bad. They'll mess with your head so bad. I finally get my time with her and they give us like not even 10 minutes. If they see somebody who's got a good connection, they're like, we're going to do whatever we can to try and build up the other relationships and try and kind of mess this one up. And she was like, I'm saving a spot for us at the top of the factory. It's like this rotating room. You can see the whole city. We start walking up there. The producer was like, no, no, sorry, you guys can't go up there. It's closed for the night. They're like, you have to sit right here. It's like, we sit there at this little table, had 10 minutes with her. So I start drinking. Another guy, he goes on a date and then he comes back two hours later. He's like, man, it was awesome. I, I, went, to I, went, to the ro- I went to the rotating room what? and I was like, mother. So then you start, started so emotional drinking. drinking. Yeah. There were some cameramen that said that they saw me drink 18 Guinnesses. <laughs> All right, breaking news. Sean Booth drinks 18 Guinnesses, which, by the way, don't they say Guinness is one of the healthier drinks to have? Can't you just live off Guinness? I don't know. Don't back these statements. I'm not really sure. Uh, but uh, we'll have that full YouTube video later today when we drop that episode so you can hear what Sean Booth had to say with his new podcast. And maybe Sean Booth will develop a little bit of empathy for Caitlin Bristow now that he will be talking about his past relationship 
relationships, we know there's been a little bit of an issue that he's had with her discussing her relationships on her podcast. Uh, it's her life to share, and for him, it's his life to share. So I encourage both of them to just keep on drinking Guinnesses and uh, red wine and talking about their past. Uh, uh, when I was on Caitlin's podcast, and maybe this is oversharing, but listen closely, she actually had a moment where she was going to say something about her relationship that she had never said before, and she had to get it cleared and make sure it was something she was able to say. We'll have to listen and see if it aired, but she told it to me. I'm going to wait and see if it aired before we discuss it further, but after Caitlin's episode airs, uh, the one that has me on it, I'm going to listen to it, and then I'm going to give you guys my sort of after episode commentary about what we said, what, you know, I'm going to go real behind the scenes, break down that fourth wall about what it's like to podcast with Caitlin Bristow. So if you want uh, or are a fan of her or the business that she does, I think you might find that very interesting. All right. You know what else is interesting is we are supported today by our favorite microdose gummies. That's right. Today's Bachelor Rush Hour sponsored by Microdose, an incredible entry-level dose of THC that helps you feel just the right amount of good. Microdosing helps curb my anxiety, which I really needed after this weekend in Vegas. Let me tell you something. After a weekend in Vegas, you need to pop a couple microdose gummies and relax. That's right. You got to recover from that weekend. Vegas is all about what? Alcohol and Red Bulls. But sometimes you need to just pop a micro dose and chill the hell out to learn more about microdosing thc go to microdose.com and use code rush hour to get free shipping and 30 percent off your first order links can be found in the show description but again that's microdose.com code rush hour and what we never mention on here is how dang good the gummies are actually you know they are delicious all right so that's it for that sponsor and i gotta tell you before we get into this pride uh, video uh, uh clip for you guys i i gotta tell you my favorite part of the vegas weekend with reality steve was his private cabana I don't know if it's called a cabana or what. Absolutely insane. We go to the Venetian and they have a private area set up. And I thought it was going to be one of those tents that they have, you know, with a couple buckets of beer or whatever you see the bachelor parties. When we went to Vegas in the past, what I've noticed a lot about some of the like club pools is that they don't give you a chair to sit in unless like you pay for it. The way you pay for it is you have to prepay, say, say the chairs cost $50. You pay the $50 and then you buy drinks, probably two or three that will then total up to the 50. So you're almost prepaying for the landscape through an alcohol and through a beverage package. And so if you wanted to get one of the um, cabanas that seats maybe eight people, maybe you're going on a bachelor party, that might cost like $600. But again, like I said, that's just, if you're going to spend the money on drinks and alcohol and all that stuff anyway, then it kind of makes sense to get it. Well, Reality Steve had a whole different setup. I actually had never seen before. It was a private villa attached to the public pools. So like it had like a little velvet rope to get into. And then it had, I'm guessing a 400 square foot, maybe 200, I don't know, uh, a, a large living room on the inside for when it gets too hot with a with a changing area, you know, a little kitchenette thing, wet bar and all that jazz TVs. And then it had a gigantic hot tub with its own TV, a, comp- a private wait, wait staff, and then maybe 10 other like day bed areas. I couldn't believe this setup. Uh, we got to meet Courtney Robertson. Of course, we know Courtney. She was labeled by a lot of people as the number one villain of Bachelor Nation. Let me tell you at Newsflash, she is a sweet, sweet lady. She was absolutely pleasant. And then we met a whole bunch of other people. Audrey from Mix 94.7, Austin's uh, a radio station was there. She was there with Booker and Alex, her co-hosts. So we got to meet a whole radio crew. They came out to the party, which was a ton of fun. Maybe Maybe they'll let me on their show one of these days when I'm in Austin. Uh, but 
Either way, it was a ton of fun and it was a great chance. You know, someone left a negative comment online that was like, oh, these commentators are so thirsty to stay relevant, you know, discussing me and reality Steve. And it's like, well, no, not really. What they don't get to see is the amount of people that are out there that enjoy what we do and and feel like we're part of their family because we make so much content that's like in their in their in their heads, really. So it's it's not about being thirsty. It's about understanding the business model of content creating and podcasting and knowing that it's more than just we make content that people listen to. We get to know them and we get to know some of their families and we get to we get this real personal relationship with so many people that are out there. From the bottom of my heart, thank you guys for that. It was actually awe-inspiring to see how many people showed up to share love for Steve and for that whole community. I think that's a good thing. And I'm, uh, and I'm happy to be a part of it. All right, well, speaking of things I'm happy to be a part of, this video is about pride. And sadly, the backlash that um, some have received from supporting, uh, you know, the celebration of pride. I think this clip I'm, uh, I'm about to share with you does a damn good job explaining why pride exists, why it's important, and answers some questions people might have. My, um, my encouragement to you listening, if you disagree with me, to just keep an open heart. All right, without further ado, here's our featured clip of the day. There have been several Bachelor Nation people that have rigorously um, called out the trolls that are out there, and we're not going to feed those trolls. Uh, we're just going to answer some of their questions. How come Pride gets a month when when um, soldiers only get one day? How come Pride gets a month? Where's Straight Pride Month? Kind of like the whole how come there's a B how come the BET network is allowed? Could you imagine if we had a white entertainment network? It's like yeah, it's called CBS. No, I'm kidding. So we're going to get into all of this. Do me a favor, follow me on Instagram at DNeals if you like what I do. Also, I'll be on Patreon at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. You can check out our private behind the scenes live streams. I'll be live at the 10 a.m. hour this morning. And every afternoon we have Bachelor Rush Hour, the hit podcast that keeps growing even during the off season. I think in the next month or so, we're going to be blowing the doors off of that podcast. You need to get over there and check that out. Okay, so we're going to get into, and by the way, if you haven't already, um, uh, I've got the wrong screen pulled up here. Give me a second. If you haven't already, I've got um, tickets, barely any tickets left for my show tomorrow night in, I'm looking for it here, in New York City, New York Comedy Club, 7 p.m., June 6th. That's tomorrow night. There's a code. If you use the code BITCH, not my code, um, you can get uh, more than half off your tickets. There's only a few tickets left, probably a couple, probably a dozen or so, seats a couple hundred. So that's going to be an absolute blast. Let's get into the real um, let's get into the reel right now that was shared between Bachelor Nation and notable alumni, and then we'll get into the outrage. And if you aren't familiar with why there is outrage in 2023 over Pride Month, it really stems from it, it recent recently this wild Bud Light boycott. Bud Light sent a handful of beers to a trans influencer and all hell broke loose. It's not that complicated of a story. Essentially, they sent... Um, like I said, a handful of beers to Dylan Mulvaney. And in turn, she posted a video of herself and uh, there was some sponsorship money there, but it's not like she's a spokesman on their TV shows. They're not jamming Dylan Mulvaney down people's throats on, on an NFL broadcast. If you were a fan of Dylan Mulvaney, you got to see that Bud Light supported um, uh, her transition and all that jazz. If you're not a fan of her, you wouldn't have seen this except news organizations, um, you know, jumped on this to sow division because they can sell uh, your rage and it's the easiest way to create um, clicks online uh, in the world that we live in. So um, 
there's a few other topics we're going to get into at the very end here. How the Catholic priesthood became an unlikely haven for many gay men. Why is this important? Well, it's important, and we're going to discuss that. There was a giant study done several years ago that said anywhere between like 15 and 30 percent of Catholic priests surveyed were actually homosexual. And it's the idea that some people are using homosexuality. I guess we'll just go, we'll go into it right now and get back to this. Now, hold on a second. This isn't a knock on anybody's religion, okay? This is just the, the underworkings that exist in our culture uh, because people are afraid to come out because they think that being gay is a sin. So they'd rather go into the clergy than just be an openly gay person. While doing research for my book, The Sex Effect, I came across many scholars who suggested that preventing priests from marrying altered the makeup of the priesthood over time, unintentionally providing a shelter for some devout gay men to hide their sexual orientation. By continuing to disqualify women and married men, the priesthood attracts men who desire to forego sex for the rest of their lives in an attempt to get closer to God. Because the church denounces all gay sex, some devout gay men pursue the celibate priesthood as a self-incentive to avoid sex with men which can help them circumvent perceived damnation. Now, it's important to note that just because you're gay doesn't mean you're a pedophile. This might sound wild to say, but some people will see the correlation because there is a tragic and horrifying issue in the Catholic Church with pedophilia. That is a complete separate issue from this right here, which is that people are uh, or have in the past headed for the clergy because they didn't want to live an openly gay life, and that was their way of denouncing, um, de- you know, denouncing it all. Uh, so we'll get into more of that in a second, but let's just watch the initial reel that has caused so many people to get so upset. I cannot wait. Happy Pride Month, Bachelor Nation. Let's go back to the beginning here. Hey, Bachelor Nation. Happy Pride Month. This year for Pride Month, Katie and I will be attending the Austin Pride Parade this year, and we cannot wait. Happy Pride Month, Bachelor Nation. And remember, being an ally means showing your support every single day, not just this month. Happy Pride, Bachelor Nation. Pride Month is so important because it celebrates the LGBTQ plus community's history, culture, and achievements. Hi, Bachelor Nation. It's Vanessa. Happy Pride Month. Thank you guys for making my coming out experience really wonderful um, because it started off, of course, very terrifying when you're unsure what people are going to say to you. But... You guys made it magical, and I think that we, we did a magical thing with it. Happy Pride Month, Bachelor Nation. I hope you have an incredible month celebrating who you are and the love you found, no matter who it may be. All the best, all the love. Happy Pride. This month is important to me because we have the right to love who we want to love. So whether you're out and proud or you're still figuring things out, this month is for you too. I want to wish you guys a happy Pride. If you are out in the West Hollywood area and see me out frolicking, please stop me and let's take a selfie. This month is a reminder that we continue to work towards creating a more inclusive and accepting world for all individuals. Thank you to those who make the world a more colorful, brighter, beautiful place to live. We appreciate you. Now, let's get to celebrating. Hey, Bachelor. All right, so the question becomes, why all the boycotting? We're just celebrating a a movement that has existed for decades now because there was a time in which you couldn't be outwardly gay. If you were caught holding hands with the person you love, you might have been jumped, harassed, or killed. 
Why do we have LGBTQ pride and not straight pride? And this is a question worth asking because we see even right here, uh, people are commenting. Uh, oh, maybe it's already been deleted. The comment was already, there were, I just had a comment up and it got deleted here. Um, people are commenting like, why do we get this if straight people, you know, the, you know that, that why, you know, it, you can't celebrate one without the other. It's like, it's almost like having a bunch of needy children where how come Joe gets a party? Well, it's his birthday, you idiot. You know what I mean? So this is the birth month, pride month for the LGBT. TQ movement. Uh, there's a level of social and systemic privilege not afforded to many members of the LGBT community in North America, and that's why they don't have straight pride. Every time a month or a week or even a day purporting to honor the achievements of a minority group starts in storms, some seldom silent members of the majority will cry, what about us? Kind of like white lives matter. You know what I mean? In February, it's, well, what about white history month? In March, some men will decry the need for an international women's day celebrated on the 8th. June is pride month, a time to reflect on and celebrate lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer history. Undoubtedly, and like clockwork, some will wonder, but what about straight pride? The simplest ex expression to help illustrate the continuing need for these days and months, or other every day is men's day, or white history is celebrated every month, or straight pride is every day, is that the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Never has a person lost their job for being white or straight in North America, or been denied an apartment for being white and straight, or been leered at or attacked by strangers. So we understand the point. I think we can all understand. Pride is inherently political. Pride has been celebrated every year in June since 1970 after the 1969 Stonewall riots in New York when police raided the Stonewall Inn. Toronto's Pride was launched in similar fashion after protests erupted when police raided four bathhouses in February 1981 and arrested hundreds of gay men. The motive has always been and should remain political, a reminder to all outside and within the LGBTQ community of our thorny relationship with police and the laws that aim to dehumanize us. So we have to understand it is a issue, even if you live in a community that doesn't see the pain that exists. Danielle, of course, a very prominent member of Bachelor Nation, posted her pride shirt here and she was selling, you know, these shirts. I don't think that it's her company, but whoever it is, she's selling them. Same shirt, always worn in pride, only because I just ordered my new shirts from Riot Healers and they haven't arrived yet. This new collection is so good, y'all. So she just shared that. But after she shared that, she received a lot of hateful comments. Here's what she had to say after that. I'm going to play that for you guys right now. Just an FYI. Jesus would be like super ashamed at all the hate in y'all's hearts on my posts. And we'll have more of this clip coming to you right after a quick word from our sponsors. Let's think about that one for a second. Yeah, if Jesus were around today, he would be marching in the pride parades. He would be hand in hand. He'd be there in the 80s during the AIDS epidemic when people were afraid to even look at a gay person because they didn't, you know, people were afraid to touch it. All these issues that existed. Jesus would have been walking hand in hand. He would have had a pride flag. His like cloak he wears would have been rainbow colored. You know, we've literally weaponized a beautiful rainbow. Especially if everyone's created in God's image. Maybe God is gay too. Maybe God's queer. 
I, I think God could be gay. I mean, we've seen the way, you know, when it, God creates rain and then it creates these beautiful wildflowers, everything looks glorious. You know, maybe, he, you know, we always say, uh, you know, when gay communities come into, uh, you know, they, when they're, they're, they're good at decorating. Okay. Uh, not just gays, but it's across, it's cut, it's, it's across the spectrum. So I'm not, I'm not trying to use a, a specific trope because, uh, trust me, it, I don't know if it's just working in stand-up comedy, but I know plenty of gay guys that are way more masculine, uh, um, sort of um, looking than 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 you would think. It's only you know, but of course, if you look a certain way, you can spot you know. There's a visual representation of what some people think is gay, but it's across the spectrum. Is my point? What a shocking revelation! Maybe God's non-binary <gasps> because he encompasses. Hold up, they encompass both masculine and feminine entities yeah and some people will say this they go well in the bible it says god created man and women but in that same bible verse it said god created nighttime and daytime god created sea and uh, god created animals of the sea animals of the land and of course we know and this has been pointed out by plenty of uh, gay friendly pastors when they actually uh, dissect the bible uh, that there are animals that go in the land and the sea there's a time of day where it's not night or day there's a time you know there are men and women and there are people that identify everywhere between a spectrum of completely straight to completely gay to all these other things and that's okay that's not a problem wow okay so she does a good job of employing the tool of sarcasm to say hey what if god is non-binary what if god doesn't have a god wife what it's not what if it's not like santa claus and mrs santa claus what if he's what what if it's okay it's just it just goes to show that we can think outside the box and do it in a loving way and that's okay i understand and i can almost empathize with people that get annoyed when corporations latch on to things that will help them profit 15 20 years ago you would never see a gay pride um uh, a car right? That's not the one I want here. Here it is. Ford's very gay Raptor set to redefine tough at Goodwood. So this was from a few years ago, actually. They created, I think it was in 2021, uh, this um, gay pride car, or at least it's a car with, uh, you know, a truck with rainbows and people go, oh my gosh, Ford's going so woke. Well, several years later, because of the issues with Bud Light and other companies that very, that, that, that support gay pride every year, uh, people are going, no, no, take the politics out of, out of our products. And people can decide to buy the the truck or not, you know, that's free capitalism, right? You can buy it, their stock can plummet. But at least I think it's important for even for like the Bud Light reasons, if people say, we're all going to boycott Bud Light, at least know why you're boycotting. And I feel like a lot of people um, misrepresent uh, what actually went down with the trans influencer. And I think, I think they, in a, you know, Bud Light, and I think it was unfortunate, kind of um, they crumbled. They decided to issue an apology afterwards, and it's like, who are you apologizing to? You were, you, you actually did a good thing by supporting a minority community. I don't think we should have a problem with that. I think some people will unfollow me for this video, but I think I'd like to tell them, get the hell out. If by this point, you haven't maintained enough grace and understanding to hear what we're talking about, just get out. We've given you 15 minutes now. And if you haven't had any of your minds changed to say, oh, you know what? Maybe it is important to celebrate minority communities because maybe your son is gay or your daughter is gay or someone very close to you is gay and they're living a life inauthentic to who they want to be. And when you live in a life of inauthenticity, 
Um, sadly, there's a lot of self-harm that can happen, depression. You live a very sort of watered-down version of what this experience on earth could be for you. So after we shared uh, that Bachelor Nation reel, Katie Thurston posted some comments she got. Someone said, pride gets a whole month while mother and fathers get one day. Think about that and the absurdity that 3% of the population is controlling this narrative. Cameron, what narrative? And, had, and, she, and then Katie responds, heterosexual uh, mothers and fathers are supported 100% of the time by society. You're upset the LGBTQ plus community gets a month dedicated to them? Compare the hate crimes they experience or the fact they once couldn't even marry their partner or adopt or how entire states are trying to erase their identity. How in 2023 complete strangers are offended by them existing? You're upset they have a month? Trade shoes with them for a day. Otherwise, politely F off. Someone said, I thought you hated the Bachelor stuff that made you famous because, of course, Katie doesn't really, you know, play with the Bachelor crowd, but she did this Bachelor Nation post. She said, the Bachelor is a show. It has no identity. And to hate everyone on the show, well, that doesn't make sense either. There have been individuals who have disappointed me. There have been decisions that have disappointed. But we have to allow a space for people to learn from mistakes and grow. And when it comes to an opportunity to support Pride with a franchise, I'm going to take that opportunity. I applaud the social media team and those within the franchise who wanted to show their support. There is always room for improvement, but this is a lovely step in the right direction. And that's what it's all about. Progress. I step in the right direction. It's not about sort of, you know, the, the, obviously um, um, gay marriage wasn't even approved by the Democratic Party, let alone the Republican Party, for years. And I'm okay holding space for people that haven't gotten to the, maybe, to you know, if you take Dick Cheney, for example, right? He's, he's I believe, in support of gay marriage after having a daughter, you know what I mean? Who is, I believe, gay. Um, I could have my facts wrong with the circumstances there, but the point is, is that when you see how it affects your personal life, I had a good friend come out to me in college. So very early on, I understood, well, we love we love our friend here. They, they're they have not changed one bit. They've just changed. They've just let me in on what type of uh, person they are attracted to. How beautiful that they trusted me with that information. I always say, if you want to become more gay friendly, maybe um maybe uh, move to New York City and use the subway system because you really do get to mix with people of all ethnicities, sexual identities, and everybody in between. Uh, bring some Purell. No, I'm kidding. Um, so anyway, because the subway system is filthy is the point. So people said, I will no longer be referring to June as Pride Month. If our veterans don't have an entire month to honor their service and sacrifices, then nobody should get one. It's just June. And that was, of course, a verified political commentator. And the response was, May is National Military Appreciation Month. And the fact that MAGA doesn't know that shows how little of a shit they actually give about veterans. Uh, and then this is my favorite comment. Veteran here, we are not props to be used for hateful rhetoric. We get two months out of the year and several individual holidays. I'm also compensated very well for my time in the service. So very nice for people to denounce the sort of hateful rhetoric that's that's being used in a in a culture war. It's being used to rip people apart. Um, so anyway, we discussed Pride, and then finally we'll share what the exclusive interview that Connor Brennan did about his trans sister um, on the Bachelor Nation page. We've discussed this um, uh, for the last several years since we've known Connor Brennan. Um, he's a friend, and his mom is a friend of our community here, and they do great work just illustrating that you can have a happy family life that doesn't look like what maybe we saw on TV for many years. Rights are important to you and your family. 
What does pride mean to you as an ally, as someone who has people in their life that are a part of that community, but maybe aren't necessarily yourself? Sure. Um, it, it means a, a few different things. One of the first ones I think is just a celebration, um, a celebration of a, a community and a, a beautiful community that necessarily, like every other month of the year, uh, has people pushing back against them uh, in the legislature, in everyday life, um, people who would see their, you know, like who would rather see them not exist. Uh, and so this is a, a big outpouring against that and a big celebration of like, Hey, we rock. <laughs> We're awesome. And you're awesome for hanging out this whole episode. Thanks for joining me today on this Monday. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode of bachelor rush hour.